Welcome to episode 35 of the Painting Experience podcast. Listen as founder Stuart Cubley explores the potential of the emerging field of process arts and shares inspiration from his ongoing workshops and retreats. We all know the pain of having a shame attack, whether we're standing in front of our painting or in some other part of our life. But how often do we consider the gift we may receive if we meet that shame directly? It's not unusual in the course of process painting to at some point have a shame attack, to be just absolutely horrified and ashamed about what one has just created. And it goes beyond judgment. It's not simply that you're just judging your painting, but there's something deeply personal and challenging about what you have just manifested on that piece of paper. It's touching some really raw chord that is so deeply personal and uncomfortable, and it has to be one of the most difficult experiences to have, and one of the most unwanted types of experiences. And yet, when shame arises, it's come for a reason. There's an opportunity inherent within this experience that we call shame. Years ago, I remember probably one of my first insights about the nature of shame was at a residential retreat, and I think we were like into the second or third day of the painting process. It was still fairly young. And a woman, I could see that she had painted something, and the deep shame that she was going through facing that piece of paper. And the next time I looked around, she was gone. I followed her out. I was curious, knowing the difficulty she was in. And I found her sitting on the steps outside of the studio. And I knew that there was nothing I could say. I knew that anything that I tried to put into words would just seem as trying to make her feel better. It would have felt very, very superficial. And it would have destroyed the moment of what she was experiencing, and it would have not been an appropriate thing to do. And yet, at the same time, I didn't want to leave. And so I sat on the steps next to her at an appropriate distance. Too close would have felt crowding, and yet I wasn't ready to abandon her. There was something to be had by acknowledging non-verbally that I understood where she was. And so I sat there next to her for probably 10 minutes in silence, feeling internally this sense of shame. And it seemed to me that there was something fruitful that came out of that moment of sharing. She knew that I knew what she was experiencing. She also knew that I wasn't judging it. And she also knew that I wasn't trying to fix it, that I wasn't trying to make it better that I was just there with her, that she was not alone in it. I think it allowed her to be with it in a different kind of way, knowing that I could be with it, that I was okay with it. And I think it was a challenge to her whether she could be okay with it. After about 10 minutes, I just said something like, come back in when you feel ready. And I got up and went back into the studio. 
And then at a certain point, I don't remember how long, she came back in and continued painting. And she acknowledged later at the end of the workshop what an important moment that was for her in coming to terms with her own shame. I've come to recognize that shame is such an important moment when it arises in the painting experience because it's a time of deep personal doubt triggered by the event. It's triggered by the image or the content of the painting that you've just created, but it goes way beyond that. It's not about that, ultimately. It's about our identification with form. In other words, here's this form we've created, and we deem it not good enough, and we feel deeply, deeply shamed because it's not good enough. We feel not good enough. We have identified with that form in the act of painting, as we do. If the form isn't good enough, we're not good enough. So there's this constant dance around this process of identification. Now I'm feeling good about myself because I like my painting, and now I feel horrible about myself because I don't like my painting. And we're experiencing firsthand the very core of this process of self-identification. And of course, it goes beyond the painting. The painting is just the surface (laughs) at the moment that we're projecting this sense of self on. It's not the painting, it's the action of self-identification. And by witnessing the shame, by coming up and being able to hold it, to inhabit it, to experience it, to not move away from it, to not try to fix it, there's something that happens in that act of being with. There's something that awakens. In the very act of witnessing, there's an awakening. The ability to witness means that there's something beyond shame. There's something which is looking at the shame and therefore is not the shame. The more we are able to be with the intensity and to sit in the fire of shame, the more we're able to experience that which is not defined by form, that which is not defined by anything, that we're neither good nor bad because of what is in front of us and whatever the object is. This is coming home to our true nature. This is awakening to that which is not defined by the content content of our painting or the content of our lives. And I think this is the inherent gift when difficulty arises in the painting process because it's the natural intelligence of the psyche saying, hey, let go of this too. You think you're this, you're not. Let go of this too. It doesn't matter. You're not defined by this. And that is a huge potential. You can learn more about the painting experience and find a list of upcoming process painting workshops by visiting our website at www.processarts.com. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. The theme music for this podcast comes from Stefan Jacob. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join us again soon.